You're listening to Creative Paths with Contact, the podcast where we step off the beaten track to explore the ups and downs of being a creative. We're your hosts, Sam Cole and Laura Trova, and throughout this journey, people that inspire us will be letting us into their worlds to share their unique stories and experiences. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Creative Paths. Today, we're joined by Pavel Diller, founder and CEO of Culted, the first fashion and arts video news channel covering Gen Z's perspective on fashion, art and culture. Since launching in 2019, Culted has amassed an audience of over 200,000 Instagram, YouTube and TikTok followers. Thanks for joining us today, Pavel. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Our first question is, how did Culted begin? Where did the journey start? Culted really started as my personal development. So I studied fashion design with marketing at Central St. Martins and always had a huge interest in marketing. And it was during my second year at university where my tutors advised me that I should stay away from design after having always thought that I wanted to be a designer. So it was a bit of a shock, but really pushed me into the right direction. And then going on to my placement year at Central St. Martins, I took part in a few placements in Paris to realize I really didn't enjoy design. And that's when I randomly ended up consulting quite a traditional textile company in social strategy for digital marketing and so on. And that's when I really realized that marketing was for me. And that led me to consulting other companies. And this was in 2015 and 2016 when social media was blowing up. Well, it was mostly Instagram that was doing really well. And all these traditional companies were trying to engage with audiences. Yeah, that's what I started doing. And through my research for clients and always trying to stay on top of digital trends, I realized that there was a huge lack for engaging content for the new gen, for millennials, for Gen Z, and so on. And at the time, short form video was already blowing up in China. And I was aware of that. So I thought, what about having a media publication that delivers news and insights through short form video? And also, this is not anything new to other industries, but fashion, because e-entertainment already existed for Hollywood, Bloomberg for financial industries, and so on. It's just a creative industry was relying on traditional media quite heavily at the time. So I started the development of Culted, this short form platform that would deliver news and insights on fashion, art, culture, and so on in a youthful tone of voice. It took me quite a few years because it's not easy to start a startup. You know, it's got to do with getting the funds together, the creative vision for it, and so on. So finally, in 2019, that's when Culted came about, and that's when we launched. So you've touched on the research and development that not only goes into a startup, but building a platform. And I just wanted to get a better idea of how you go from that start point of realizing the vision to then discovering who your audience is and really figuring out how you produce content for that audience. Like what is the, what is the, the middle ground that lays between those two points to move from A to B? Actually, for me and Coulter and the rest of the team at the time, especially, it was quite organic. It was about us producing content for other young people as young creatives. So that was quite organic. And we didn't think about it too much at the time. We just wanted to deliver the news and insights in an engaging manner. But of course, it was a lot of trial and error because first we started to produce longer form content for YouTube and made that into short form content for Instagram. So we're producing one type of video and then we'd split that up. But then we realized that 
of course, it was like too much money. We're spending a lot of money on YouTube content and then turning that into short form content. So that I would say was the best learning point for us in the very start is <laughs> learning that you didn't need to invest so much in longer form content to produce short form content. It was worth the try to basically kill two birds with one stone, but it didn't work for us. And that's when we just heavily focused on short form and took to Instagram for it. So would you say like the main difference between millennials and Gen Z, the main difference is how the content is digested or would it be the type of content they digest in the first place? Because, you know, you've mentioned long form and short form content. So would that be the key difference or is there more to it? I think there is more to it. So the format being short form content than the platform. So as you're all aware, Gen Z, of course, is very heavy on TikTok. But it's also the tone of voice that you use and also what you're covering. So I think millennials are very much interested in different topics to Gen Z. Gen Z's values are completely different to millennials. And it's very important to understand that and make sure you touch on all those points to produce content that relates to a certain generation. Completely. I definitely agree. I think in that as well, there's a lot of discussion on TikTok at the moment to do with this generational divide. And there's a lot of talk about oh things that millennials do that aren't cool anymore and so on. And obviously one thing you see with social media now is that a lot of us are looking at Instagram as almost a dying platform with the algorithm changes that have come in. It's become really difficult for influencers to grow and people's followings have stagnated quite a lot. Is that something that you've personally seen at Culted? And is it something that you've had to target through TikTok? And is there any parallel between the two in terms of translating one audience to the other? What I find personally, actually, as a business owner, is that TikTok has been very helpful and they've been really supportive. Their team is amazing and they're very creative focused. So audience-wise, actually, the development of our audience has been great on Instagram. But I feel like we were doing short-form content when Instagram Reels wasn't about. We just published a random funny video yesterday on Instagram and it had over 8,000 views almost immediately. Whereas before, when we were doing short-form videos, the algorithm didn't support it whatsoever on Instagram. And our audience could have grown much faster. So I feel like, well, Instagram wasn't ready for what we were doing at the time, whereas now we're on TikTok and it's completely blowing up. And Instagram is only developing these tools now for creators and to help creators and your algorithm but it's kind of too late if that makes sense because a lot of people are moving on to tiktok so while i think that instagram is important for building loyal audiences and that's what we have done we've built a loyal community i find growth and reward much more present on tiktok what's helped is also that TikTok is a very quick way to reach a lot of people. And we can definitely see our Instagram audience and our website traffic growing from that every day. Definitely. I was going to mention your TikTok. I listened to another podcast with you and you were asked if you had thought about using TikTok and you said no. And now your TikTok has over a million likes, which is like more than most publications. So yeah, how quickly did that audience grow? How did that feel for you as culted? And how has that really impacted you at the moment? Yeah, TikTok is a funny thing for us because really we should have started on it sooner. But being a small startup with limited resources, especially in 2019 and 2020. So like I said, my focus really was on what I was familiar with. And TikTok was just quite new to me and the rest of the team. 
And we just put all our focus into Instagram and our website, whereas we should have started with TikTok sooner. But it's never too late because the TikTok team has been very helpful. And actually, their media partnerships team suggested that we should contribute fashion content to hashtag learn on TikTok, which is their initiative to make TikTok more educational as well as fun. So we started doing that now just over two months ago, I think, and published our first proper video then. And we've seen a massive growth in our audience. In that period, we now have, I think, 50,000 followers. Like you said, we've reached over 1 million likes and we've reached millions of views. So that's done really well. And yes, it just wasn't my priority at first. I was focusing on what I was familiar with, but now it's been so rewarding. It's actually quite addictive for a business like ours. We're like, wow, we can reach all these young people. It's really great. And it's become a strong focus. And I think we're just going to invest into TikTok more and more. And we're working on some really exciting projects with TikTok. It's actually something I wanted to ask about because, you know, as someone that, that follows Colted, it was interesting to see how quickly you were picked up as a media partner. And I think it begs the question for a lot of people, like how how does that happen? How would you even get into a conversation with a social media platform within, you know, a month of being on there and say, right, we want you to produce content for us? Yeah, so actually, we weren't on TikTok. But I think so the team, their media partners team had checked out our previous content, short form videos that we produced on Instagram and our website. So that's why we started onto TikTok, because they were keen for us to do those videos for TikTok. So it just happened quite organically, actually. And I think it just made perfect sense from their perspective and our perspective as well to start doing that. I don't know. Otherwise, you know, I wouldn't have reached out to them. And had we not been doing short form videos, I'm not sure if they reach out to other platforms that are quite traditional. I think our audiences just really align. Before TikTok, we already had an audience of, I think, 70% Gen Z. And now it's just increasing thanks to TikTok. <laughs> Definitely. It really highlights the initiatives that TikTok has in place to make sure that creators have a space where they can create to a niche and do that in a way that's engaging and meaningful to a certain audience. And I think something that a lot of creators probably struggle with is discovering that niche and knowing how to work that niche. And for TikTok to come to you for the content that you'd already been producing shows that you guys, you know, you'd really settled into that niche and worked it well. I say that to say, how do you find that niche and how would you advise anyone to try and settle into their own to then, you know, get to that next level of content production? I think what's really important is knowing your target audience. And as mentioned for us, it's really other young people of our own age. I'm 26 myself. Most of my team has always been younger than myself. So you know, it's just been Gen Z creating, I don't pass for Gen Z, but it's been Gen Z creating content for other Gen Z individuals and creatives. So I think knowing your target audience is really important and putting yourself in their shoes and thinking what they would like to see and what they'd like to know about is really a niche that's quite difficult to understand and find. And I think that's what a lot of traditional media publications and existing media publications, not necessarily traditional, are struggling with because just looking at some millennial publications, I would name them, but looking at their TikToks, we've already, you know, we're taking over their audience number and we're reaching higher followings than them. And 
our views, our likes and everything. And it's not always necessarily about numbers, but it's proved that our content is more engaging than theirs. And it's actually surprising to see because these publications must have much more resources than we do. So it's not necessarily about your resources. It's about your understanding of what your audience wants to see. Absolutely. I think from that point now, so you've clearly got an understanding of two different generations there and what works for who, and that's obviously streamlined your content to make sure it's headed in the right direction. So I guess looking forward, who comes next and how are you looking at strategizing to working with that next, you know, next age range? Because things develop so quickly, everybody's tastes and, and interests are, you know, developing like wildfire. So how are you keeping on top of that and who are you looking to next to drive Culted? So we're looking at several platforms. Besides platforms, I think what's really important is putting our content in the hands of other creatives and our audience. So what we're doing on TikTok is continuously asking our audience what they want to see, which designers and creatives they want to see featured. On our Instagram, we've started running polls for almost every single show where we get people's votes on things. And at the same time, we launched Culted Circle, which is an initiative that sees creatives take over our Instagram account once a week. And with that, we'll do a feature on them on our website as well. So I think putting our content and our platform in the, into the hands of our audience is a great thing to do to ensure that we're constantly developing and growing with them rather than forcing content on them or our perspective on them. It's their perspective that comes out from Culted. There's been a lot of argument that the same needs to be said for fashion as a whole, that designers need to be creating through their audience. And First, from what you said there, do you think there's any any ways that fashion brands themselves could apply the level of thinking that you as a publication is using to better engage with their audience and actually create in a way that isn't wasteful? Yeah, actually, it's very interesting you mentioned that because I think this was in 2016, 2017. I was super keen on this topic and wanted to learn more about it. And later, I think it was in 2018, Lee Adelcourt, who is a trend forecaster, said that fashion was extremely wasteful and outdated. Fashion wasn't trying to stay up to date. It was, just, it was just trying to force products on people. And this is a very outdated perspective because technology, for example, just take Apple, for instance, they design products around people. They don't design a product and expect people to take it on and purchase it it's all about design around people and technology has done this for many many years you know ever since it started whereas fashion actually has been around for much longer than technology has been around yet it's never developed in that way and it's still up until today designs products and just expects people to like it and take it so one it's not very sustainable and ethical and two they don't reach the potential that they could reach. So I think fashion brands should really prioritize that and ask their audience or their target audience what they would like to purchase, what kind of colorways they should provide and so on. So I think conversation for brands is as important as it is for media publications. Do you think, I suppose you can only answer this from the perspective of yourself and the audience that you're producing for, but do you think that, viewers and enthusiasts of the fashion industry are aware that they need to be sort of having these conversations and asking these questions for these things to happen or do you think a lot of them are just taking that back seat and just being consumers 
Well, I think millennials, so millennials did demand things from brands, but not so much as Gen Z. So I think Gen Z is much more focal than millennials have ever been. So I don't think they sit back necessarily. I mean, from our experience, they're actually quite vocal. And here and there, we've had a small mistake. Just it's a simple example. We've had a small mistake in our videos on TikTok. And you get hundreds of people commenting and correcting it, but very politely and nicely as well. So I think millennials demand things from brands. You know, it's a whole cancel culture that millennials have brought into the fashion and creative industry. So I think millennials don't have the constructive criticism about them. So they can be vocal, but it's not very constructive, whereas Gen Z are even more vocal than millennials. They demand things from brands and people and companies, but do it very constructively. I completely agree. I think that's a great point for us to tie everything together on. So we've got some quick fire questions that we ask all of our guests. What's one goal that you have set for yourself or for Culted? So for myself, I'm actually working on quite a few exciting startups that I'm hoping to launch in the next year. So that's my personal goal. And for Culted, it's just building our community and portraying the perspective of the new gen more and more as we go along. What's one piece of advice that you would offer yourself or young creatives? Try different things. (laughs) I ended up in marketing and everything I do now, media, through trying different things. And last question is, one dream collaboration and why? One dream collaboration. I'd actually love to collaborate with Caring because I love their brands and what their brands do. They're a very forward-thinking group, luxury group, and they stand for great or well, they have great values perfect amazing thank you so much thank you for so that. much i think uh, that was that was absolutely amazing thank you for having me <laughs> yeah no that was super insightful <laughs> super super insightful i think i learned a lot i'm glad great questions yeah i really enjoyed that too you can find pavel's instagram at Pavel and keep up to date with culted on instagram youtube and tiktok at culted You can book from over 400 models and visit our blog backstage online at contact.xyz. To stay up to date with everything happening at Contact, follow us on Instagram at contact.xyz and contact.models, on TikTok at contact.xyz and Twitter at contact underscore xyz.